You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. Here we are for another great show. And, yes, it's going to be a great show. Uh, I am Victor Armendariz. This is America's Web Radio, and this is the On Point with Victor show. And today, folks, we have got to get into this canceled Georgia business. Um, we really can't go any further with any other topics until we address this because, you know, the station home of America's Web Radio is Atlanta, Georgia. Sandy Springs, Georgia, to be specific, but it's close enough to Atlanta. Um, and what's going on in Georgia right now is absolutely ridiculous, folks. And, and again, let me just go ahead and get this out of the way. I'm not angry. I'm just right. And, and what you're going to hear today is, is, is probably a little bit of frustration, but it's also passion. But, but a lot of it's going to be frustration coming out because of the lies being told. Now, folks, for four years, and I know, folks, bear with me because we're just going to jump right in this and get going. But for four years, we were told that Donald J. Trump, President Trump, that every word out of his mouth was a lie. We were told this for four years. Uh, and before that, Bush was a liar. Before that, Bush Sr. was a liar. Before that, Reagan was a liar. I mean, folks, when are you going to wake up? I ask you all the time. But if you see the pattern, every two and four years, it's the same pattern with the Democrats. If you're a Republican, if you have an R by your name, if you're an independent, if you're a libertarian, if you're a conservative, if you're a constitutionalist, basically, if you are anything that dares question the liberal agenda or the socialist agenda, or the Democrat agenda, if you question that in any means, then you're a racist and you're a liar. I mean, that is their go-to, and that's what they say every two and four years, including the cities of Baltimore, uh, city of Atlanta, New Orleans, Detroit, L.A., San Francisco, all of the cities that are sitting in ruin today because they are run by the Democrat Party, and they've been run by the Democrats for decades, not a Republican in sight, but yet it's the Republican that's the liar. You see how this works? Uh, and, it's, it, and this is the kind of stuff that's really, really just getting uh, – I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice, but it's just really starting to uh, feather up the derriere, let's say. But um, – but this is ridiculous, folks. And and again, if you just go back and look at some of the stories in the news and what the media was saying and what the Democrats were saying, that back when Reagan, Reagan was a liar and he was a racist. Bush Sr., Bush Jr., and President Trump, they say the same thing. And now here we are today. Here we are today with Dementia Joe, Joe Biden, President Biden, and just about every other word coming out of his mouth is an absolute lie, a provable lie. Where's the fact checkers? Folks, we spent four years, and still to this day, if you're on social media, you get fact checked. If you question the liberal agenda, you're going to get fact checked. Uh, where's the fact checkers now? Donald Trump couldn't go to the bathroom without a fact checker. And now here we are with, with Joe Biden and Kami Harris and the rest of that crowd. We're the fact checkers. Folks, it is a provable lie what they're saying in Georgia. When Biden is going around, and, and folks, have you ever seen a president of the United States? Now, I don't care if you agree with him, disagree with him, or you voted for him or you didn't. Have you ever seen a president of the United States actually call for boycotts for one of his own states? When you are the president of the United States, you're, that's the United States, all 50 states. That's, you're the president of all 50 states. But we have a president now in Joe Biden who is actually calling and advocating for boycotts of the state of Georgia. And why are they doing that? 
because they're lying to you about a an election bill. Look, folks, we have problems with the elections. Everybody knows it. And if you deny it, you're just kidding yourself or whistling by the graveyard, so to speak. But in the state of Georgia, Governor Kemp and 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 full disclosure, and I'm sure David's going to will back me up on this. Governor Kemp was not my first choice. He's an establishment guy, and he and I wanted more of a conservative constitutionalist guy. But he is a heck of a lot better than the uh, alternative, which would have been Stacey Abrams, uh, any Democrat for that matter, but especially her. Um, but I will say this. Even though Governor Kemp wasn't my first choice in the primary, he has – exceeded my expectations. I mean, he has done a good job. Were there election issues in Georgia? Yeah, there always are election issues. But has he done a fantastic job during this lockdown mess? Absolutely. Governor Kemp has been outstanding for the state of Georgia in terms of this lockdown mess and getting Georgia out of a lockdown, uh, really, really getting a hold of this this uh, viral outbreak, the, the COVID-19, the Wuhan virus. Uh, Governor Kemp has done great because in the state of Georgia, you got a job if you want one. In the state of Georgia, you can earn a living if you want to. Uh, if you own a restaurant or small business, you're in business and you've been in business for a long time uh, because Governor Kent brought us out of lockdown. In fact, he was the first state to come out of lockdown. So there are a lot of good things that he's done. Like I said, exceeded my expectations. Now, were there things that could have been done a little different in the election? Yeah, probably so. Um, but you got to understand, the governor is the executive branch of the state and they are by the state constitution are quite restricted on what they can do on elections or during elections. But what a governor can do is guide the state legislature once the election is over. And what did Kemp do when this, when 2020 was all said and done and then the, the runoff election was said and done, Governor Kemp got into action and he got the state legislature in action. And the state legislature in the state of Georgia said, okay, one of the biggest problems we had is we need to verify. We weren't able to verify absentee ballots as diligently as we should have. So what this bill does in Georgia, the state legislature passed it. All, all the Democrats are lying about. The main thing and really the only thing it does that's um, really the, the, the meat and bones of this bill is that it takes the absentee ballot and says, OK, we're not going to use signature verification anymore, which the Democrats wanted. They, they've been wanting this. The Democrats have been calling to get rid of signature verification for a while. So this bill gets rid of signature verification. But what it does do is put you have to have an ID. If you want to get an absentee ballot, you've got to have an ID, a photo ID, or you've got to tie it to your driver's license number. Um, <clears throat> how is that racist, folks? You know, over 70% of the black population in Georgia has been polled, and, and over 70% say, no, there's no problem with photo ID. Not a problem whatsoever. Uh, you can go on social media and find all kinds of people going through the streets of downtown Atlanta asking black voter after black voter after black voter, do you have an ID? Every one of them has an ID. But if you listen to the Democrat Party, and folks, Please, I, I want you to someday you're going to understand and that light's going to go off in your head because you're going to see the Democrat Party thinks that the black voter is an idiot. And, and I'm sorry. And they think the brown voter, somebody like me who's Hispanic, they think I'm an idiot. The Democrat Party thinks you're so stupid if you are a minority that you suddenly you don't have an ID. According to the Democrat Party, if you are black or you are brown or you are yellow or some kind of minority, um, you don't own a home. You don't own a bank account. 
you probably don't have a job. Um, you can't get on an airplane, so you don't travel. This is what they think because they think you don't have an ID. Uh, it's ridiculous, folks, but there are people that have gone on the streets on social media and, and asked people person after person, do you have an ID? Yeah, I've got an ID. Do you have an ID? Yeah, I've got an ID. Is it racist? No, it's not racist. But this is what you're hearing from the Democrat Party, folks. And 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 I and again, I'm not angry, I'm just right. But folks, it is there is a time when we have to stand up and we have to push back. And 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 we have to fight back. And I don't mean with with fists and and guns and things like that. You know, I have to say that because media matters and the Democrats will come after me. Um, we need to stand up and push back. We need to stand up and say, no, no, we are not going to let the Democrats continue to lie. We're not going to let Joe Biden lie. Folks, this bill in Georgia, let me tell you what else it does. You know, in Georgia, up until 2020, drop boxes in the state of Georgia were illegal. We never had drop boxes, nor were they allowed because they were illegal. Um, which means that you can't put a box out there on every street corner and have some and mail somebody a ballot and then have them just drop it in this uh, box. That's always been illegal. We've never had it in the state of Georgia. But guess what we're going to have now because of this new bill passed by the Republicans? We're going to have drop boxes now. Now, I'm opposed to that. I do not want drop boxes. But you know what? The Democrats wanted them. And the Republicans, who love meeting in the middle, who love reaching across the aisle, well, they reached across the aisle. And I hope it works out. But but they they we are going to have now drop boxes, legal drop boxes in the state of Georgia. Now, the one thing I will say about Georgia, thank God, is we don't do mail-in ballots. Um, we We have absentee ballots. So now you'll be able to get your absentee ballot, and there will be a designated drop box, and you'll be able to go by and drop it off in that box. Uh, and these drop boxes, per this new law, they will be monitored, which, you know, who knows if they really will be, but they're supposed to be monitored. But how is that racist? This is a Democrat position. The Democrats wanted drop boxes, and now they got them. But yet Biden and the Democrats are telling you that this law is racist. How is it racist? Um, not only that. Now, oh, I, I want to butt in here uh, yeah. and just say that uh, you and I – are on opposing sides and that you said you're not angry or upset. <laughs> yeah. I am angry and mm-hmm. I am upset and yeah. you know as far as I'm concerned the corporations which have no business oh. talking politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows which ones I'm talking about. If oh. you want to boycott something, quit buying coke. Don't fly Delta and don't go to a baseball game. And uh, <laughs> you know, Major League Baseball, everybody should email them and clog their yeah. sewer up yeah. with emails. Well, you know, David, we haven't even got to that yet, but we can get into that now. And I saw a good meme yesterday um, that about the Major League Baseball. Well, and, wanna, and, wanna, wait a second, let me finish. Yeah. That, yes, I'm mad, and I'm mad at the fake news. These, these people that have come out against Georgia and against Kemp, they haven't even read the damn bill. Not a one of them. And, Not you know, they have no clue what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I have, personally, I have no qualms with 
gee, I, I know it's hard to believe, but uh, Victor and I don't agree on everything. <laughs> but I don't mind. You know, I have no problems with people disagreeing if they know what the hell they're talking about. Amen. If they just come out and like that idiot Joe Biden, mm. he has no clue what he's talking about when he's talking anyway. <laughs> Much less does he know where he is. Where he is. <laughs> and uh, am I mad? Yeah, I'm damn mad. And I'm damn mad that... Uh, America's Web Radio, we're not the biggest stick in town by any means, and I understand that. Nobody has to tell me. I understand it. But when you've got mainstream media coming out, and you can tell tell whatever mouth is moving, hmm. that they have no clue what they're talking about. And all I see from this bill is that it helped, it helped, it helped, it helped, and it's right, it's right. And yeah. I, I don't know about you, Victor, but I take honor and pride in, one, if I'm physically able, I won't ever vote absentee or drop mm. box or anything else exactly. because I take pride in walking in mm -hmm. and showing my ID. Absolutely. I want to show it. I am yeah. a resident and of the United States of America. You're an American citizen and, and proud of it. And damn proud of it. And here is my ID to show that I live in America I work in America, and if you don't like it, then it ain't me, it's you. It's you. <laughs> you know, that's true. That's true. And, and, and David, I agree 100%. I'm the same way. I, 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 I've seen in countries what it's like when they, where there is true voter suppression or where it's truly the, the, the person who lives in abject poverty, who lives on the side of a mountain in a box – for them to actually go and try and vote. I've seen this. Here in this country, uh, you need only find your polling place, and they will do everything. The parties, the there are people, there are organizations that will do everything in their power to get you to a polling place if you can't get there on your own. And, and I take so much pride, just as you do, David, to walk in. I don't care if there's a line. I actually had somebody who was trying to argue this about the saying it was racist because there are voting lines. David, how on earth, and folks, you out there listening, just think about this for a minute. How on earth is it racist to actually stand in a line with your fellow citizen because you're going to go do the most important thing you can do as a citizen and cast your vote? I take pride when I'm standing outside in a line. I really do. And if it's raining, I'll bring an umbrella. It's not that big a deal. You don't. We don't vote that often. And, and, and to try and say it's racist to be in a line, it's ridiculous to me. I take absolute pride as an American citizen when I walk up to a voting booth and there's a line because that tells me that, that other citizens are taking this serious, or at least I hope are taking it seriously. And I've hoped they've done their research, but they're actually taking the time. And I've said this before, David, voting ought to be a little painful. It ought to hurt because you should know what you're doing. You should know who you're voting for. You should have done your research, and you should have to actually, if there's a line, too bad. You should have to actually wait because that's how important that vote is. Um, you shouldn't be able to just fill out something. You know, if they had their way, David, we'd be punching a button on a on a Internet stream yeah. voting, and, you know, and that would – yeah, day. Back to the the point of the media and and these idiots that just want to hear themselves talk. You know, again, if they knew what they were talking about, no, it would be one thing. <laughs> it'd be one thing, but when it's 
So, Blay, that's why I called Victor over the weekend and said, let's do a special. Mm -hmm. Because I've had it. And, I, you know, I'm not the only one. I bet you're not alone, David. I bet you're not alone. You know, for me, um, I, I, you know, everybody knows where I come from. And if you're a new listener, I, I, I always try and walk around with a smile on my face. And, and I want to persuade people through kindness. Um, so when I'm telling you I'm not angry, I'm just, I'm, I'm just right. I am right. And David's right. Um, and, and there are more and more people, David, I think 100% that are reaching that point to where they are just absolutely angry. And I think you're a good example here, David, where the Democrat Party and the, and the, and the Democrats politician, they're poking the bear. They're poking the bear because, David, when, when you and others get to that point, you know, the conservative have a, a, a huge amount of purchasing power. And if, if folks, if David and a lot more people like him or like me or like Roger B. with Locked and Loaded, if we start taking our dollars elsewhere, it will be felt. It will be felt. And, and David, you bring up a good point about Delta and about Coke. And let's, let's just use this as an example. Delta officials were consulted before Georgia passed this law. And I bet you that the majority of the listeners out there don't know this, David, but the big corporations, Coca-Cola, Delta, Home Depot, these guys knew this legislation was coming down the pike and they had no problem with it. They had no problem with it because if you sit down and you look at this bill and you actually read it, you can see that the Democrats got a whole lot of what they wanted and the Republicans got the photo ID. And actually, photo ID for voting is, is a, a, a nonpartisan event or, or support. It has huge support from both sides, Democrats and Republican voters. It does not have the support of Democrat politicians or media because the best way to secure an election is to actually have somebody verify they are who they are and actually have, if you're one person, you get one vote. And, and, and that doesn't, doesn't bode well with the Democrats. And, and David, Delta, Coke, Home Depot, these corporations that are here in, in Georgia knew, knew what was in this bill and had no problem with it. In fact, you can go look at what the CEO of Delta wrote before Woko Aram and the Woko ter- woke terrorists, before they came after Delta. The CEO of Delta had released a statement saying that this bill it's a pretty good bill that this was a good voting thing and he you know i'm paraphrasing but he had good things to say about it and then that was his mistake because you cannot be a company right now in today's woke world and be and and actually say that the republicans did something good and look and then on friday what did the delta ceo do he released the statement to try and rescue himself and Delta from the wokes, from the woke terrorists, the woke Oram crew, these people who are going after Delta, telling people to to, to boycott Delta. Um, you know, the conservative is not going to listen to the wokes, but if you push the conservative enough, like like David, like you've been pushed, and and like we're all being pushed, what happens when we walk away from Delta? Then Delta's going to have a problem, and Coke's going to have a problem. Uh, maybe Pepsi will move their headquarters to Georgia. <laughs> uh, but 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 the point is, the CEO of Delta acknowledged that this was a good, fair bill, 
And then on Friday, after he got attacked and attacked and Delta was being attacked, he has to, he released the statement to try and placate to the wokes, placate to the Democrats. And, and this is what angers people like David, people like me, and just your run of the mill conservative out there. Uh, and, and I will tell you, the day is coming when, when the black voter, the brown voter, and the yellow voter is going to wake up and go, wait a minute, how stupid does the Democrat party think I am? And I think that day is, is, is coming, but, but you've got you mentioned Major League Baseball, David. Uh, I saw a great meme where it said, "Okay, Major League Baseball, you want to leave and take the All Star Game away because photo IDs required in Georgia to vote, which has always been required to vote. Just now we're tying it to absentee ballots, so nothing's really changed that much." But okay, Major League Baseball, you want to play that game? Well, the next time I go and I and I pick up some tickets from the from the will call will call, not showing my ID. Let's see if they give a, give me my tickets. I, I guarantee you, David, if you walk up to get your tickets from the Will Call of the Atlanta Braves, you ain't getting those tickets without your ID. Exactly. Nor are you going to get on a Delta airplane and without at, as, as a matter of <laughs> And, you know, yeah. and, and quite frankly, I don't like calling for boycotts or anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I, I don't go for that. However, somebody's got to... I don't go for, you know, our population has gotten where they don't take the time to find the facts. Uh. They just take somebody's opinion and went, oh, oh my God, it must be terrible if Coca-Cola's against it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it must be terrible if Delta's against it. You know, when you start taking other people's opinion then you're a puppet like the president is Mm -hmm. and if you can't take the time to find out the truth then and it doesn't take much david it doesn't doesn't take much much. you're a click away to be able to go look up what the delta ceo said before he was attacked or or what coke uh and this is again what i'm getting to david about the voter about the citizen when will you wake up and stop being taken advantage of when will people wake up because the 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 just as David said, if you are out there and you're getting a, a drive-by news story and you're hearing a clip it, oh, Coke's against Georgia, oh, oh, Delta's against Georgia, they're against the bill, they're against Kemp. If you hear that and you don't take the time to go, well, let me look at both sides, then you are being taken advantage of. You, If you're a fly-by-night voter, you're being taken advantage of. Because if you can hear Delta say, oh, this bill in Georgia, I've, it might be racist or it's racist, then you need to take it upon yourself to go, wait a minute, let me go read the bill. It isn't that big of a bill, folks. You can go read it. Um, this bill, it, you know what, let's do this. Let's go to break. And when we come back, I am going to talk about what else is in this bill that the Democrats don't want you to know is in this bill. Folks, we'll be right back. This is On Point with uh, on point with Victor, America's Web Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. 
As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. And I want to uh, remind everybody that this Friday, this Friday at 10 o'clock, Banks and Shane will be here in studio, and we'll be talking about some very interesting things that uh, Banks and Shane are going to do. And if you don't remember who they are, look them up. Uh, You know, Banks and Shane have been in the Atlanta, Georgia area for years, and I'll give you a little clue, too. they're nationally known, and uh, Banks was in my office, and we were talking, and come to find out, he knows a lot of folks that I know from my hometown, and that's because they played there many times, and they've played in in Colorado and Vail, all over the country. So tune in this Friday at ten o'clock on America's Web Radio, and. Uh, it's the business hour, but we're going to stretch that meeting just a little bit. And uh, it's going to be fun, folks, I guarantee. And we may even have a surprise celebrity along with Banks and Shane, maybe. But that's part of uh, what we're going to be doing on that, that hour every uh, Friday is uh, we're going to have celebrities that live here in Atlanta and just all sorts of fun things. So let's get back to the special edition of On Point with Victor. And we're back. Okay, folks, I I have, uh, first of all, Thank you, thank you, thank you to the listeners out there. You guys are amazing. And I just got a message from a listener. And, folks, listen to this. Listen to this. Um, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about, about how you need to really, really appreciate the fact that you can go walk to any poll or drive or whatever you can, whether there's a line or not, and vote, and how easy it is to vote in this country. How easy it is to vote in this country and how you shouldn't take it for granted. Let me tell you about a listener from Georgia who just contacted me. He, you know, I can't give too much information out, but let me tell you this. This awesome story from this listener in Georgia uh, happens to be, uh, let's just put it, his father-in-law was from Cuba. His father-in-law had to flee Cuba. His father-in-law was put in jail uh, and under the jail uh, by Castro and this, this communist regime. But this man made it to the States. He made it to the United States of America. And this man had a life and provided an awesome life and became an American citizen. Okay? This is, this is a man from Cuba who became an American citizen and loved this country with every ounce of his being. And let me tell you what this man, what this Cuban man did. This Cuban man had open heart surgery. And within three days, with the help of his family and this listener, was carried into the voting place because he wanted to go and vote in person. 
not even three days after open heart surgery, he wanted to go to the polling place and pull the lever himself. Not phone it in, not dial it in, not not mail it in, not drop it off in some box. That is how important voting is. And that's how important voting is to him. Why? Because he knew communism. Why? Because he didn't get a free voice under communism. But in the United States of America, you do. And for a man like that, and see, think about what kind of a citizen that man was. Because he knew communism, that's the kind of voter he was in America because he loved this country with every fiber of his being because he knew what it was like to live without freedom. You see, folks, most of you and and 90 whatever 9% of the people in this country do not know what it's like to live without freedom. You don't know it. But the rest of the world, the rest of this world, they don't know what it's like to live with freedom. The United States is a very special place, folks. You hear me say it all the time. It is a very, very, very special place. Uh, Think about it. For generations after generations after generation, the American citizen has grown up not really knowing a, a, a communist system or socialist system or Marxism system. Have, did we have our issues? Yeah. Did the Republican Party fix the issues in the 60s? Yeah. Did Lincoln, uh, did he put forth the Emancipation Proclamation? Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> well, that's what kind of day it is, David. <laughs> but, but, you, but we did, you know, we had the freedom and liberty, and we had that document, the Constitution, that allowed the United States government, which is the people, of the people, by the people, for the people, to make the changes that we could make in the name of freedom, in the name of liberty, and the name of equality. Not equity, but in the name of equality. No other nation in the world has that, folks. And, and, and here you grow up knowing freedom. Everywhere else in the world, just about, they do not grow up knowing freedom. It's quite different. So when, when I hear about this Cuban man who fled communism, who had heart surgery, and within three days, he wanted to be carried to the polling place so he could go in and be held up so he could cast his vote himself. That is an American, and I loved hearing those stories. And that's why I'm telling you folks, do not continue to let your vote be taken for granted. And, and, and now let's get back to what we're talking about with what's going on in Georgia. This cancel culture is ridiculous, and now they're the wokes and the woko Aram, and I call it the, we call it the woko Aram because they're they are a terrorist organization. These people who want to go after companies and boycott them and boycott folks. Did you stop to think about all the employees that are going to be affected? You know, all the all the the workers, the middle class, and the poor people, the 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 poor people who are just getting by on hourly wage. We, the Democrats who say they care about them, they want to put you out of a job. Because they think Delta's not woke enough. They're so mad at, at, at Kemp and they're so mad at the Republicans for actually moving a step forward to make sure we have a legitimate, fair election. Because it's legitimate, fair, legitimately going to be more fair. Fair, folks, fair. The Democrats want to go after companies like Coke, and they don't care who gets fired. They don't care who loses a job. You could be the driver of a Coke truck or or the janitor of the Coke buildings. 
they want you to lose your job. How in the, you know what, are you going to go continue to vote for a Democrat? I mean, folks, it's time to wake up. It really is. And, and let me, so let me, let me talk a little bit about this bill uh, and what has, has David, myself and other conservatives and libertarians and independents so angry. Folks, this bill in Georgia that was passed, not only does it allow drop boxes, it's allowing for food trucks. David, how many times have you heard, I bet, on CNN and, and the mainstream media that they're not going to allow water in the, in the lines, that, that the voter won't have water if they're waiting outside? That's what the Democrat Party has been saying. That's what Biden has been saying. All these lies and, and, and what these companies are coming out now, Delta Coke, oh, it's racist. They're not going to allow water. Let me tell you what's in the bill. If, if people would read the bill, what's in the bill, it allows for food trucks, not just water stations, which it's allowing for. It allows for food trucks and water stations. In fact, you can put up a stage and have food and bands, music, whatever you want. If this bill allows for it, as long as you're 151 feet away from the polling door, which has been a law in just about, I think, all 50 states for I don't know how long, you cannot approach 150 feet and closer and you to to campaign. You can't do it. And what the Democrats were doing in 2020, uh, going up with labeled water and trying to give this and people waiting in lines right before they get into the door of the polling place. You cannot campaign. If you, know where, a, you know where all this came from? Where's that? Do you know, really where, not know where the drink law came from? No. This goes back to the Wild West. Oh, wow. And uh, come over and let me buy you a drink in the bar, and then uh, we'll talk about who you ought to go vote for. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. This is all goes back so, to history. I, once again, if we just learn our history. Yep. And wow. But that's what it's all about. That's, that's why you can't buy liquor on voting day. And that's why you are the legend Dave. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm glad. You know, I love westerns, and I love and and I uh, love the history of Billy the Kid and all the those Doc Holiday. That is great. I did not know that. Yeah, I did and not. That, know that's that. why you can't buy booze on election day. And I thought it was just a bunch of politicians wielding power. <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's well, what it's that was too. Back then. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you uh, know, that is interesting. Well. Electioneering. Electioneering, exactly. And, and David, for as long as I remember, and, and I bet for as long as you remember, you cannot campaign or electioneer right. within 150 feet of the polling place. And imagine, David, and, and you listeners out there, imagine what would happen if you're a Democrat voter, if a Republican candidate or, or supporter walked up to the voting line before they went into the po- po- polling building and handed them a bottle of water that said, hey, this is Victor. You ought to take a look at him. Oh, and take this bottle of water. That's sure. electioneering. Yeah, it can't be done. also in the past, um, in some areas, even in holier than that, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, <laughs> but in some areas... It's been known that uh, an electioneer would walk up, shake hands, and have a twenty or fifty dollar uh, bill or yep. whatever, and uh, 
Now, the, you, the candidate you really ought to vote for is Victor, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and here's a little 20 to yeah. help you with that decision. And you know, David, that is that is highly illegal, but actually still goes on today. There's still campaigns that try and pay and, and for, for votes, and it's highly illegal. But imagine a Democrat would lose their ever-loving mind if they were standing in line, and I walked up with with water that supported uh, the fair tax or water that supported the second amendment or water that had labels supporting certain things that i support they would lose their mind in fact if you look to 2020 you can find examples of where democrats went berserk over people who walked up with a certain t-shirt on oh yeah if you were in line with a t-shirt that happened to say uh Second Amendment, or or if that shirt said, "If you make my guns illegal, then I'll uh, I'll I'll call them undocumented guns." They were Democrat Democrats that were demanding that shirts be covered up, turned inside out, and things like that. So, but yet they want Democrat operatives to be able to walk up with a bottle of water that says "Support uh, this cause" or "Support that cause." Um, this is, I, I mean, I you know, that we could go on and on with the examples, but that's what they want to do. And the bill in Georgia, strict all it says, you can have a water station, you can have a food truck, you can have a band playing, you can hire Metallica to come play, and I would, I'd stay out in the voting all day long if they do that. Uh, but you can do all of that, but it's got to be 151 feet away, you, yeah, 151 feet. That's it, that's it. So there's there's going to be plenty of water, there's plenty of food. All kinds of things, whatever you want to do, that's going to be available because of this Georgia law. But what are the Democrats telling you? The Democrats are saying that voters are going to starve and they're going to die of thirst if they're standing in a voting line. I mean, folks, I I tell you all the time, if you hear a Democrat – well, let me put it this way. If you hear a politician make an accusation and it doesn't pass the smell test or the logic test, when a a politician comes out and says that guy wants dirty water, that guy wants people to die, that guy wants old people to die, that guy wants you to starve, that guy wants you to to not have water, you ought to pause and go, wait a minute – is it logical or does it make logical sense that any politician running for office would want dirty water? Because that politician has a mother, has a father, has a brother, has a sister, might have a few kids, has a wife, has a girlfriend. You think they want dirty water for their families? No, it doesn't make sense. Do you think they want to kill old folks? They've got grandmothers and grandfathers. It doesn't. So, folks, if you hear politicians throwing out this ridiculous, especially the race baiting that technique, you need to step back and go, wait a minute. I'm a smart American. I'm a smart voter. I can look at this stuff and let me analyze this. And when and right now, the Democrat Party 100 percent and the media is out there saying, like David, you mentioned that that Georgia's racist voting laws when they're nothing of the sort, you know. I was just sitting here wondering, uh, the one thing that I believe they left out of the bill that, you know, I may call the governor today and see if we can still see if there's some way. There was no mention of the porta potties. Now, what would the Democrats no. do with them if you had a string of porta potties next to the voting line where you could step in and... You know, and what would the have Democrats? the electioneer behind it just yeah. putting in the putting in there? You know, <laughs> you know, a porta potty's already full of, you know, 
Oh, David, you're going to get me in trouble. Uh, that's a great point. That's a great point. The, the Democrats will, this the, bill's terrible. This bill's terrible. Doesn't have you, any porta potty mention. So, so, you know, David, you make a great point. If we put, if porta potties were in the bill, the Democrats would say the porta potties are racist because you're forcing people to, to, to actually relieve themselves. And in a porta potty, but if the if you tell them that the porta potties aren't in the bill, well then that's going to be racist too because you're demanding people not go to the restroom. <laughs> and they'll have to you hold you know hold it while they're waiting. They got a hold. How oh. dare you have to actually hold? I, you know, David. I, I mean, that's 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 really funny, and, and it's sad that we can joke about it like that because we know it's true. Yeah. And we know the Democrats would do that. And, and, and folks, this is what I'm talking about. Stop letting yourself be abused and used and taken advantage of by these politicians who do everything they want to do. They're doing for power and power over you. I don't care if you think you're some woke Democrat voter. That Democrat power that the, or the Democrat you're giving the power to isn't going to skip you when they come calling for the dues to be paid. They're not going to skip you. They're going to crush you even harder because you're the sycophant that follows them around like an elephant baby following its parents. And if you know anything about elephants, you know where they're sticking that trunk when they're following the parent or the elephant in front of them. And and I'm sorry, but that's what – when we as a voter allow ourselves to be taken advantage of and we allow ourselves to be snookered by by drive-by one-liners uh by a media or by a politician who's telling us that's racist and then instead of doing our investigation we go oh that's racist and then we stick our nose right in the you know what of the democrat in front of us and we just keep walking uh that's pretty sad folks that's pretty sad voting in this country should mean more to you well you. actually it's not the elephant is a bad example. All right. Because because <laughs> that's smart. a Republican. <laughs> oh, and my gosh, you're right. So look at what you are if you're a Democrat. You're a jackass. <laughs> well, exactly. They're putting their nose where it really shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, David, that's a good point. I forgot about the symbolism. But yeah. The, so, uh, uh, you know, so... Uh, so is Coca-Cola. So is Major League well, Baseball. They're putting their nose where it doesn't belong. Where it doesn't belong. And 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 really, they're putting their nose where it doesn't belong. David, you mentioned it before, before and it might have been off air. You mentioned that these corporations, they really have no business talking politics. Why does Coke – Coke makes a fine product. I myself am a Mountain Dew fan, so I would love for Coke to just move on out and Pepsi to move on in. Because I, I, I can't go to a restaurant in Georgia. I mean, very few restaurants in Georgia are going to give me a good Fountain Mountain Dew, which I really love. Um, but when I have to, I'll drink Mellow Yellow, and it's a fine product by Coke. Coke makes a fine product. Why on earth do they feel the need to get into politics? And, and David, it was a point that you made, and again, it might have been off air, so folks – Legend Dave made this great point. Why on earth do we take politics from corporations? Why, why, why should Coke – they're in the business of making soft drinks or Gatorade or whatever else, else they make. Delta. Delta's in the business of getting a lot of bodies on a tube from one place to another, and their job is to get you there safely. And their job is to get their, you there on time. And they or, have a porta potty uh, And they have a porta potty <laughs> We're not sure if it's racist or not, but they do have a porta potty But the job of an airline, whether it's Delta, American Airlines, or any of these other bozos out there who are being woke right now and telling you that George is racist, these guys, 
their job, and they're good at it. Delta especially is good at it. You get in a tube, you go from one place to another at a certain time, and by golly, they're pretty much on time all the time. That's what they're good at, and that's what they need to stick to. What they're not good at is politics. It's and, not in their damn business. Stand, and it's not, absolutely right, David. Oh, 100%. It's, you know, it's uh, one of these things that, uh, you know, we're on the air because we tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have our opinions, just like you're hearing today. Yeah. But, you know, if if the audience that's listening to us says, well, you know, that bill must be bad because mm. Delta thinks it is or right. Major League Baseball thinks mm. it is or Coca-Cola thinks it is, then, you know, shame on you mm-hmm. because – yeah. They're not authorities on mm. – and it's none of their business. Hey, and nobody at Delta or Coke was elected to uh, run the, the Georgia legislature that I know of. Nope. <laughs> so, um, but, David, you're right. You're 100% right. And, folks, listen to what David's saying. Why on earth would you react to a statement from a company – that makes soft drinks or that that provides building materials as in Home Depot uh, or and, – and boy, David, we'll talk about Home Depot in a minute uh, – or an airline when they come out and say, you shouldn't do this because they're racist or this political group. Folks, they're not in business to be political, and you shouldn't make your decisions, political decisions, and you damn sure make, shouldn't make a political decision from Hollywood. You know, David, that's another one. The Hollywoodians are now saying they're going to boycott. You've got these bows. Okay, Mark Hamill. All right, dude, you're not even in movies anymore. I mean, the, and this guy's saying he won't work in Georgia. Well, Mark Hamill, goodbye. You know, in the words of in a, in a Western, a great Western tombstone, and I believe it was uh, – it wasn't Ringo. It was the other bad guy. Uh, you know, his reaction to when they were leaving, he and we're, we're leaving now. We're all equal. And he looks at him and goes, well, bye. Well, that's my reaction to the Hollywoodians. Mark Hamill, if you don't want to work in Georgia, well, bye. Um, but you know what the truth is, David? When you look at what Hollywood, these Hollywoodians, they came to Georgia because they were being taxed to oblivion in California and in New York. So they came to Georgia, and they've invested in Georgia. Folks, don't believe a word of it. Hollywood isn't going to boycott Georgia. They're going to run their mouths. You know, they did it a year or two ago, David. Was it not just a couple of years ago when Georgia was passing another bill? I think the Religious Freedom Act that uh, all of Hollywood said they weren't going to work in Georgia. And as far as I know, there are more movies being filmed in Georgia <laughs> than in any other state in the union. Um, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but there are a lot of movies being filmed in Georgia. So, all right, folks, we'll be right back in a second. This is, we, uh, we got to go to another break. This is America's Web Radio on point with Victor. Hello. My name is Colonel Retired Rick White, a United States Army veteran, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I would like to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. If you are a Georgia veteran, and the Georgia veteran's definition is you are either born in this state or you lived in the state 10 years or you raised your right hand and joined the military in the state of Georgia, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to your website at www.gmvhof.org or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. Nominations need to be in by the last Friday in August each year. Again, if you're a Georgia veteran or you're a friend or family member of a Georgia veteran, living or deceased, please consider nominating that veteran to this highly noble and rare Hall of Fame for our great state. Thank you so much. 
If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. And while I got this second, by the way, anytime, and we, we've been negligent about mentioning this, but... Um, Anytime you want to contact us during the show, you can go on Facebook and uh, send us a message. Uh, yeah, you can do it live. And you can do it live, yes. So yeah, we're- anytime you want to, uh, we'll be glad to take it. We'll, uh, I take the good stuff. Victor takes the bad stuff. So, uh, <laughs> Well, he's the legend. So <laughs> you don't argue with the legend. <laughs> right, in my own mind. Uh, but anyway, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, also I I mean to start every show this way, and that is get a pencil and paper handy because you might need to write down something. And uh, I want to uh, commend, by the way, uh, Colonel Rick White on the uh, his weather could have been a bit better, but uh, on the uh, uh, they had the induction ceremony at. Uh, Newtown Park in Johns Creek for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame on Saturday. And uh, there was a very good crowd there. And, you know, I I humble myself uh, in the fact that so many people have given their lives or, you know, and the stories that were told about the inductees on Saturday were just absolutely amazing. And what guys have gone through and women uh, have gone through and some of the stories were like how are you even up there talking my gosh what you went through in Vietnam or Iraq or wherever the case might be but uh, if you haven't been to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame it's in the Sloppy Floyd building in downtown Atlanta right across the street from the Capitol so make your plans to go and let's get back to uh, no music this time Victor let's just, <laughs> let's just to, jump right into let's it let's jump right in the swamp <laughs> excellent yeah that's uh, how appropriate um, yes folks we are back uh, look I, I had another listener in uh, somewhere in Georgia uh, point out that the mayor of Atlanta and David, you're just going to find this rich. The mayor of Atlanta is now saying that we're that, that the city of Atlanta is is facing a, a downturn in the economy because of the voting law, folks. 
The city of Atlanta is hurting because this bozo mayor wanted to put the city of Atlanta in lockdown like Michigan, like California, like New York, and like Jersey. But the great governor, <laughs> I say great governor, but look, I, you guys, uh, he has done a great job. Governor Kemp has done a great job when it comes to this pandemic. And he wouldn't let these crazy mayor in the city of Atlanta do some of the things that she wanted to do. But she was still able to get these businesses, most businesses in the city of Atlanta, to not allow people to come into their restaurants and all this crazy stuff that they've been doing the downturn in the economy the city of atlanta miss mayor is your own doing not because of some law that was passed that has hasn't even taken an effect yet i mean what and i know what she's alluding to folks so don't be screaming at your listening device she's alluding to the fact that oh hollywood is gonna boycott coke is gonna get boy and all blah 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 well, you know, if you wouldn't lie about what's in the bill, then maybe Hollywood wouldn't threaten to boycott the city of Atlanta or Georgia. Uh, I mean, and, and, and again, when we went, before we went to break, we were, I was talking about these Hollywoodians and these, these ridiculous Hollywood movie industry who keeps threatening Georgia. Every two years now, it seems like we get threatened. Look, I, let me tell you something, folks. The Hollywood people have invested a lot of money in Georgia. We've got, not one, not two, not three, but I believe four or five studios in Georgia now. We've got companies that have taken root and planted here in Georgia. Lighting companies, stage companies, um, prop companies, you name it, it's all in Georgia. They're not going to abandon Georgia with the money they put in Georgia. They're grandstanding and they're trying to have it both ways. They want to be in Georgia because they love the Republican tax plan in Georgia. They love the tax breaks they get. If they were so woke, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me and listen to me well. If the Hollywoodians believed any of the crap they told you, they would still be making movies in California because California does everything the wokes want. They put people in pain. They love socialism. They love Marxism. They love taxes and high taxes and, and high fuel prices. They have all the things that they tell you they want is in California. But where do they film movies? They film them in Georgia. Or they do Tennessee or they use Florida. But mostly they're using Georgia. Folks, I am not kidding you. Georgia, more movies are filmed in Georgia than are filmed in California. And um, I, 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 and, and you just got to use a little logic. If these Hollywood people believed anything that they were saying, they'd still be filming in California or they'd be filming in New York or, or, or Illinois, Chicago. You know, but they're not. You look at uh, there's an old saying, and I'll get to it in just a second. But you look at the presidency, you look at the mayors, you look at the cities with black mayors and our Democratic mayors. Mm-hmm. And you go across the board, and there's one and only one saying that comes to mind. You get what you pay for. <laughs> That's or true. Or you get what you voted or for. Or you get what you vote for. <laughs> or yeah. voted and four or five or six times for. Then you really get what you voted for. You know, David, it's so true. Um, voting... There are consequences. Just as every decision you make in life, folks, there are consequences. Every decision you make. And the same goes for voting. So if you allow yourself to be snookered by these ridiculous politicians and Hollywoodians and the media, and then you go vote because they're telling you to vote a certain way, then there are consequences. So 
And let me tell you something. You guys who voted for Biden and you voted for all this wokeism and everything, there is a slowdown in the economy coming. You can't print trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars and expect prices to stay the same. You can't print trillions and trillions of dollars and expect that dollar, each dollar, to be worth what it was yesterday. Every time you print, the value of your dollar is going down. And when that value goes down, it's going to cost you more to go out and buy the simple things. Food, water, all those things that you need, the necessities, they're all going up in price. In fact, um, the next show, uh, the next On Point with Victor, we'll do a show about about uh, all this, what we're headed to with this trillion, trillions of dollars of printing. But to get back to today's topic, voting has consequences. And when you vote for a party that's going to raise taxes and print money and and call you a racist and boycott states, <clears throat> then the economy's headed for a slowdown. So when the mayor of Atlanta is complaining about a slowdown in the economy because of a voting law that does no such thing, but yet she won't admit and realize that there's going to be a slowdown in the economy because of the stupid lockdowns you were doing. There's a slowdown in the economy because you won't let people sit in a restaurant. There's a slowdown into the city of Atlanta economy because you're letting crime run rampant because you wanted to blame the cops for every little thing that went wrong in your city. That is why you're having slowdown in the city of Atlanta, Miss Mayor. And Miss Mayor, Mrs. Mayor, Miss Mayor, you feel free to reach out to me, Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. I'll be happy to sit down and discuss this with you. I will be happy to educate, I educate you uh, on, on real economics. And, and that goes for you, AOC, <laughs> Sandy Cortez, Occasional Cortex. That goes for you, too. You want to be educated on economics, you reach out to Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com, and I'll do it for you. But, folks, let me get back to a little bit about voting today because I've got a couple of other listeners that have reached out to me. Um, I've got a couple of other listeners and it as oddly enough, these listeners are different people, but they're both from Russia and they both know what a communist Russia was. They are now both here and they're citizens of this great country called the United States. And you know what they can't wait to do? Vote. And you know what they take seriously? Voting. And you know what both of them are 100% in support of the Georgia voting law. And these, again, these are two two people who became citizens. They had to earn their citizenship here. They weren't born here. They weren't bl- by blood given the citizenship of the United States uh, or, or by the fortunate of being born here. No, no. They had to live in an oppressed society known as Russia and come here. And then once they got here to this country, they had to earn their way and earn their citizenship. And they, for that reason, take their voting seriously. Folks, you as the American citizen have got to stop taking what you've been granted by birthright. You've got to stop taking it for granted. It means something to be an American. It means something to take your vote seriously. So stop letting... Democrats and politicians and establishment politicians, uh, companies, corporations, stop letting them dictate and tell you you're racist because you're not, folks. Again, I want to remind everybody that uh, this Friday, tune in at 10 o'clock for Banks and Shane on America's Web Radio. It's going to be great. Those are two guys that are just absolutely fabulous. Fabulous. Exactly. Um, David, I'm so glad you brought that up again. Folks, 
if you haven't heard Banks and Shane's, you've got to tune in on Friday. If you're uh, if you're in Georgia, if you're one of my listeners in Georgia, and you're familiar with Neil Bortz, Neil Bortz ha- used to have Banks and Shane on all the time when he did fair tax. When we would do these fair tax rallies, David, I don't know if you remember, but Banks and Shane's would play them. In fact, if you talk to them, you might want to ask them if they remember the fair tax rallies because we had some fair tax rallies in Georgia uh, throughout the early 2000s, late 90s, and Banks and Shane's they were the entertainment and people would come out because of banks and shane oh yeah they they are great they are great people and um it's going to be fun we're going to one of the segments is going to be do you remember well you may be too young to remember (laughs) i hope so no good (laughs) uh name that tune I can uh, name it in two seconds. I can name it in wow. five seconds. And you so should do the segment. You're gonna you're gonna, gonna do have the, a segment oh, called awesome. Name That Tune. Oh, that's excellent. And, uh, yeah, we've got some other big surprises oh, coming awesome. along, and uh, we're gonna you know over the weeks we'll have different personalities in uh, other stars. Man, that's that awesome. Are in Atlanta, Georgia, in the you, vicinity. You know so. I actually, David, had the pleasure of seeing Banks and Shane's live, not just at a fair tax rally, but at, uh, at another, it was a, a, oh my gosh, it was some special, and I, it's gonna, it's, I'm gonna forget, but it was Banks and Shane's and got to see them live. They're, they're, oh, they're, they're, they're fantastic, yeah. and I used to go down, I hated underground, but I'd go down when they had their place in underground. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, now, David, I've we've... been very blessed that, uh, I don't know Paul, Shane very well, mm-hmm. but, uh, Banks and I, friends and i've been blessed to uh, know him over the years and i called him up and said i don't know if you remember me or not and he did oh, and then he came yeah. over to the office You're and we legend. got to talking about uh friends in friends. lubbock texas mutual friends oh, and it's yeah. a and our title of this first show is going to be called "It's a Small World." Oh, that's great! Everybody hates that song. You know <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, but everybody after that show will be listen. Will be singing that tune because yep. it won't leave their heads. So, you should ask uh, ask them if they'll play Lobuck the song Lobuck Texas. Well, Lubuck. Lubuck, Lubuck, Texas. Uh, we we have a problem with uh, BMI and ASCAP, but anyway, oh, good we gotta we gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's the end. Thanks of the show. for listening. And, Definitely. Uh, We'll uh, we'll hear more from. Uh, we'll be back Victor. next week, and we'll talk more about this ridiculous spending bills. All right, <laughs> you're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.